hello guys welcome back to are you fucking crazy i'm excited today because we have a very special guest and another good friend of mine um his name is jeff and he's a video director he's a creator artist and he's from um england london i believe london yeah the uk and uh, he has a lot to share with us and we i mean we talk a lot about very uh, interesting topics in general that's why I wanted to bring him on and just kind of like dive deep so what's up Jeff introduce yourself tell us about how it is I know you're in America actually right now taking a little vacation for yourself how is that for you yeah it's going good uh if I'm looking in different directions I don't know whether I should look at the camera or not or your face <laughs> it's okay I'm not recording our video so it's just oh, gonna yeah. be the audio it's fine <laughs> but yeah, no, things are good. Um, I'm down in New York at the moment visiting America for the first time. And I'm kind of um, like fucking experience and seeing how you guys live down here. And it's totally different. You guys live a whole different lifestyle compared to how we live in the UK. Um, but it's, it's got its pros and cons. I see a lot of pros, but I do think I definitely see the cons. Do you know what I mean? And there's many, yeah. same with my country, a lot of cons as well. But, but yeah, I'm a... Um, videographer, motion graphic designer, slash animator, um, filmmaker, wannabe filmmaker, and uh, <laughs> writer as well. And um, I have an interest in, um, I'm like a, as a hobby, I have an interest, I'm a learning interest of psychology, so I'm learning, and I have an interest in like mental health issues and that kind of stuff, and I've had kind of a, um, an interesting upbringing, um, being raised with two narcissists. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. We definitely talk about the narcissism thing a lot. That's um, something I feel like I grew up with my, with one of my parents as a narcissist as well. And that, that is a very hard topic. I feel like a lot of people don't even want to bring up, you know, the connection that they have with their parents because they might feel like they might offend their parents or something, you know, by just simply being honest and saying like, Hey, I feel like you brought me up this way and I was treated this way and whatnot. So, but yeah. it takes a lot of strength to like not repeat their patterns as well. So, yeah, 100%. 100%. It's like a generational curse. Mm. Um, they say actually that, um, most of the time, kids who are grown up in narcissistic households usually there's a higher chance of them being narcissistic themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yes, oh, um, but. It doesn't necessarily mean that, I mean, but because uh, obviously you can have the black sheep. And I think I have a feeling that me and you are like the black sheep with yeah. the truth tellers, they call them, the ones who the narcissists will abuse the most because we don't align to their, um, their way of thinking or their manipulative control. Um, but then we are the ones who suffer the most because, uh, yeah, because like, why would they want somebody like that in their life, let alone our kids? Um, but yeah. But I was going to talk about. Um, I would say way into narcissism actually now thinking about it, but I was going to start off with like porn addiction, for example, and porn addiction mainly uh, for men. Right. There's definitely uh, lots of effects for women, don't get me wrong, because it's all in the brain, but how it affects men is much more differently because men are much more um, what's it, visual, do you know what I mean? So it's designed mm -hmm. to kind of take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this from experience, I'm saying it's from um, other people that I've known, other men I've known kind of thing, because it's becoming a thing that um, I think many men struggle with, and it generally affects pretty much every aspect of their life. Right. Um, and even Kanye West even actually admitted this today, or not me, uh, sorry, I saw a video the other day where he actually, um, in an old interview where he said, like, when he was young, he said Gray was like Playboy magazines, right? right? And so, very light, you know, boobs and that kind of stuff, or a few naked women, whatever, so it's just tame shit. 
But then, as he grew older, he noticed how it changed his worldview, how it distorted, um, it just distorted his view on women, how it basically, it demotivates men to be the hunter-gatherers that we're supposedly designed mm-hmm. to be, but from the genetic side of things. <clears throat> and it's, I think, you can see a lot of it today, like sometimes, um, I mean, not everywhere, but like, for example, gaming, for example. Okay. There's nothing wrong with gaming. I'm not, I'm not dissing it. Obviously, I used to partake in a lot of yeah. whatever. But men need to be stimulated and motivated, right? Now, if we remove all these things that stimulate, stimulators like, you know, like excessive amounts, like I said, I said porn or gaming or things that don't really aren't productive, do you know what I mean? Right. Men, right. Are, men reach their peak. Men go, reach their potential much more quicker, do you mm. know what I mean? Because, like, the testosterone that we have mm-hmm. encourages us to be, that, that's our drive. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's our drive to succeed, to hunt, mm. to, be, to be the best, do you know what I mean? To right. be, um, to survive, to get the women we want, to raise a family, whatever, to be strong, to be defenders, all that kind of stuff. That's why we kind of, we may come off as cold, but that's just how we're designed to be. Right. Now, what porn does, porn is like a numbing drug over time. I mean, I know you can watch it here and there, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But for men, most men, it's harder because we weren't taught to have a barrier. We weren't taught to say, yeah, you can't have too much of this. Right. You know I mean, um, no, it's a stigma, it's a taboo, right? Like, people don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Because, like, and that's, if you I, have men, I, I was going to say, I'm so grateful that you have the, the, you know what I'm saying, the willpower to come out here and just talk about that openly. Like, I'm grateful for that. Like, that's kind of what I want. I want people to come on here and have the freedom to just say, like, what people are too afraid to say, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, don't, uh, just keep that, keep that strength, you know? Like, that's definitely, it takes a lot of power to talk about those things and it was like we were saying i think we had a similar conversation about this earlier because i i think i was making this kind of comparison because a a very close friend of mine and i were talking and you know he's someone that is you know currently going through a healing process of himself and he was you know he had this recognition of like the comparisons of like the ancient roman greek statues and how they were portrayed and like the ones that were like more godly and like on the angelic side had very small penises that were represented with very small penises. And the ones that um, were like demonic and evil had huge penises, very large penises. And it was just a very like interesting um, reflection of how, you know, the idea of man and, you know, whether they're thinking with their brain or that, you know, their hearts and spirits versus, you know, uh, the, you know, their other, <laughs> the other head, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can move single that member. Right. I get that. Yeah. And it, it does. Yeah. It's, I guess it's cause like what happens like that a man, a man's sexual energy is so extremely important. Some of the most successful men on the planet for uh, throughout history, have always had that. They use the, it's like a martial art it's, and things like you use that sexual energy to succeed in life do you know what i mean and um, yeah. this is actually it's like i don't know what some women i mean i was reading about it the other day but like it's sometimes why for the opposite sex or even same gender or whatever sometimes there's a person you may like you don't even know what it is right, right. they may have there'll be two people right for example one guy is like you know that's necessarily another guy that's necessarily whatever but one of them has more a specific energy about them right Excuse me. because they have an edge about them and you can't you can't put words to it, do you know what I mean? You just feel it. Mm. You can see it in a manner. You can see how their, their eyes, their determination, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? All that stuff. That's because, like, when men control, when men learn to control 
um, the sexual energy, they control themselves and they control the world. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? They channel it in different ways. Do you know what I mean? It's still, yeah, it's still sexual energy, as in, like, it's still going to be used that certain way. But it's something that, um, I think it's like, it's like the fuckboy, like the fuckboy um, <laughs> energy, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If that's what it basically is. You just, they, they, they have that, do you know what I mean? With them, they have this thing about themselves. But then, but when it comes to like porn and that kind of stuff, do you know what I mean? Even though, yeah, it can be a form of like self exploration, that kind of stuff, which is fine. But it's just the fact that there's not enough sexual education in society um, to talk about the negative effects of it. And even though it's getting better now, and like people are, and scientists are trying to look into it. I do think there's um, there's always that back and forth about whether this is a true thing, if it affects people or not. But my 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 personal feeling is that well, why would you want why would you want people to have a negative viewpoint on porn? Yeah, porn is a yeah. multi-trillion billion fucking industry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like. Um, That's the thing so. is that you a lot of times it's like you don't want to shame the actors and the people that are putting their you know work into that. But at yeah. the same time, the way that it's presented is pretty, um, you know, like one-sided, I guess. I can agree with you on the way that porn is represented. Um, I'm learning a lot just from what you're telling me because I don't even watch it, you know, so I wouldn't mm. know. I wouldn't know mm. how, and especially how it affects a man, you know, so mm. that's very interesting for you to even come forth and, like, describe that. I didn't even know that that was something, like... Even, you know, Kanye West or anyone was, was even talking about it. I think it's super interesting. And it's yeah. like, it's like maybe maybe that we could have a better form of sexual entertainment. Like, you know what I'm saying? And how that could also, you know, be represented to people so that they're not mentally affected by that. You know, the way that that's perceived for them. So Yeah, 100%. It's, um, I think it just starts at education from young. We have sex education right when we're in school. Right. It should also be education on porn as well. Exactly. Like, because um, at the end of the day, people can choose to watch it or not. I'm not stigmatizing people for that. Do you know what I mean? It's right. just a case of you need to be aware of the effects. Like, too much of a apparently a good thing can be bad for you. Do you know what I mean? Um, but let's say, like, what most porn users, especially, and I'm going from my own experience, like, especially when you're down in your life, it's like, it's like, oh, I feel bad, or I feel I'm not happy about it, so I'm hopeless, or whatever, or yeah. fuck it, I'm going to go watch porn, right? right? It starts off as a harmless thing, mm-hmm. and then what happens, it, grow, it grows, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, because then you don't, it's almost like a knee-jerk reaction. Mm. You start to, like, always run to it whenever you feel a form of anxiety, which wow. ironically, porn actually creates over time. Wow. Porn actually creates you to feel anxiety, it, it um it's addictive porn. You know mm-hmm. I mean, you, uh, it, it's um, it remove it ruins it ruins your self esteem or self worth um, because overall, like if you're not having sex, right, mm-hmm. you're watching people have sex. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Because you want to have sex. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so that way you feel like shit, but then when you feel like shit, you run back to porn again because it makes you feel good. You see the loop that keeps mm-hmm. you in. Wow. And for men specifically, those who are unfair and successful with women. Yeah. Um, it also creates an image of women like that that they're like dolls that should be used as a form of sex. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Wow. And wow. Um, there's a lot of things <laughs> crazy. that kind of come with it. Yeah. That's wild. That's pretty wild. But like, um, I'm trying to think, but I'm, I'm actually on, actually, I'm on a website as well. 
making sure I'm making get my facts right as well that talks about the negatives. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, wow. <so laughs> no, nice. Okay. Just, yeah, I, I was a little bit speechless. I was just kind of like, I, I, was, I didn't really know what to say because I just am a little bit shocked, you know. Like, I think that's such an interesting topic. I've never even thought about, you know bringing that topic up so it's it's super interesting and it is so true it's like you're a film director so you know you're the kind of person that probably you know would want to change that you know whole like narrative and like you know you you could probably even even like write something out or like you know get with some producers or something Mm -hmm. like that because there's just such a there is such a better way that you know we could go about presenting sexual entertainment like, that's a good idea actually i never really thought about that i should really chime into these experiences i yeah, mean because definitely. it's not about me or anything like that it's always it's a case of it's just like when you have conversations with men because it's, it's more the taboo's coming out a little bit more men are men are talking at least in my circles anyway mm-hmm. we're talking more about it i mean it's more of understanding but it's a growing thing because even though there's a saying oh yeah that men don't speak to each other men do speak to each other but there's always been a case of like what can we say? What can we don't? What can't we say? Do you know what I mean? It's always yeah. been that kind of on offness. Do you know what I mean? There's some things that men don't want to admit they're doing, and there's something they don't even know that they don't even know they're doing, which may be um, adversely harming them. But there are definitely groups of men, quite a few of them actually, they're always there for their brothers, whatever, to make sure they're like you know okay and that shit. Yeah. It's just that it's not presented. It's not presented. Um, meet in the media. I think yeah. there's this double edged thing where it's like, oh, your men don't this. No, 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 we do. It's just that it can be harder for us, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, like, we do hold ourselves brutally accountable for a lot mm-hmm. of things we do. A lot, a lot of guys will hold me to real account hurts, but then, um, but it's always always about men finding their group of, the group of circle men, other guys or fathers, whatever, that actually will hold, keep you account, not for, just to make you feel bad, but to actually make you the best, you have to be the best person you can be as you grow up, because without these things, um, you're doomed in society, and sadly, is hence the homelessness of men. Um, nobody's going to be there to help you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know right. I mean? that's what it sadly does sometimes lead to in extreme cases. Right. Um, but but I think, but I can tell you why sometimes. I'm, from my experience, you, I can. Uh, it's very personal. I feel very vulnerable. Things I don't. If that makes sense. I think. Um, I think like for me, when I kind of at one point in my life, whatever, when I kind of got really kind of consumed with it was because as I grew up as narcissistic parents um, who used to tell, belittle me and tell me a lot of things like oh yeah you can't get this you can't have that and mm. always kind of really horrible things do you know what I mean wow. like, if they yeah. Control, yeah. yeah really kind of um, I don't want to get too much detail but things that things that will make you when you're young your hopes and dreams Okay, guys, we're back. Sorry for that quick episode split. Me and Jeff's meeting was, like, on a time or two, and it was about to end. <laughs> so we were talking, actually, about something very interesting. This topic is actually just very awakening to me in a lot of ways. So I'm really intrigued by this whole topic. So <laughs> it's very interesting, and, like, I'm honestly grateful. Like, I w- And I would think that, honestly, like, a lot of my the women that listen to my podcast as well, I think that most of my following, honestly, is women. Um mm. And I think that they would probably really appreciate some, you know, a man coming forth and just being able to talk about things like this. That's very, that takes a lot. That that, that really takes a lot. Um, and it's really, um, that's why I kind of like to interview like both 
you know, or all, you know, genders. I'm not, you know, gender specific, but, you know, and I'm not homophobic or nothing, but, you know, I know that there's all types of new stuff now, you know, in this modern day. Um, but generally speaking, you know, there's always so much, um, there's always so much of an opinion, a specific opinion about a man or a woman, how they should be, you know, as like individual genders. And it's kind of like, there's so much there's so much limits to that now and i feel like a lot of people have limited themselves because of those stereotypes those gender stereotypes and like feeling like they have to please the world in a certain way and you know that that also all stems back from like how they're raised and what they grew up around and that's all of us all of us as beings 100 percent um and i'm, and I'm grateful and appreciate yeah, i'm grateful that i'm if I'm going to contribute to the women's, uh, um, women's, um, uh, what's the point? Ah, my brain's further further. If, I, if I'm contributing by like giving my insight or experiences from a male's perspective, if it helps women, I'm more than happy to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If it helps them understand a bit, from, uh, a bit more better about how some men, whether it be somebody in your family or a friend or relationships, whatever, they may be dealing with because they may not even be willing to talk about it. I'm more, I'm more willing to talk about. It. I don't give a fuck really. Yeah, <laughs> my, right. my friends, you can edit it out, but like, um, um, but yeah, it's kind of, um, I just like to be as honest as I possibly can because at the end of the day, um, we only have one life as far as I'm concerned, and like, um, right. many people out there need to know certain things. Do you know what I mean? From other people's experiences, and I'm not saying my experience or other people's experience may all be the same. It's mm-hmm. just that, like, at the end of the day, we all share one thing as a brain. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Male, female, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and uh, what goes into it has major repercussions because mm-hmm. nothing comes, nothing in life comes without a consequence, yep. whether it be good or bad. That's something that maybe something that's been told. I've started to notice maybe in today's societies, uh, it's kind of like trying to remove consequence from like our actions mm-hmm. but then sadly that's usually why society in history anyway always falls into certain ways that it does more damage than does good yeah um, because yeah. we try to lie to ourselves definitely but, definitely um, but anyway so one thing i was going to talk about like briefly um let's say with men, for example, like a behavior thing, for example, with men who do use a lot of porn, um, a lot of times they kind of, um, you know, what we're saying about like how guys go into the toilet or the bathroom, they start to watch porn, etc. They kind of hide away. Mm-hmm. Basically, they develop like a secretive kind of personality. Yeah. So they start, yeah. you know, they become. You, you kind of sense they're hiding something. You start right. thinking, oh, maybe it's another woman, or maybe it's just not. No, yeah. a lot of time it's probably like they maybe yeah, just have no addiction because remember the shame. Oh yeah, it's that's sad. That's really yeah. sad to think that that could actually be a possibility and something to for a woman to have to consider. <laughs> but you know, yeah. But you know, that's just the way of life. Um, I actually have a friend right now that's kind of battling something similar, and she's like not really sure what's going on, and she's like digging on his old Facebook pages, and she's like trying to find you know girls, <laughs> an old girl or whatever girls connected to him, and I'm just like. You never know what he's dealing with internally, you know? You never know what demons yeah. he's truly battling, and you have to be able to communicate that, like, especially if that's being, if that's kind of, like, being present in a relationship, like, how can you, how can you, you know, prevent that from, or help your partner, you know, work on their addiction if they have one, or if, it, not not only that, but, like, how how can you, like, I have a question for you. If you were in that scenario, 
how would you want your partner to approach you if they started noticing little things about you? Because a lot of times I've, and this is what I've seen. I've noticed that sometimes the female will approach the person about like, Hey, I'm noticing this about you. I'm trying to, you know, they're trying to get it out of them. And they kind of like become completely defensive. And then they're almost like, almost like they're being attacked. And then they almost like come back at that person for caring, you know, does that make sense? Mm. No, 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 100%. Um, it's tough. I have to, uh, I suppose because love, I'm trying to think how I'll do it. I'm thinking how I'll do it, guys. It's sometimes, <laughs> it's a very tough one, actually, because like sometimes if it's, if they have a suspicion that it may be like porn related stuff, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then it's best to be right open about it and say, look, like, I understand you have, you know, maybe xyz like um i'm not judging you i'm not this and that yeah i'm coming come you know i'm coming to understand how you're feeling right you know and i'm, I'm and if they kind of pull away just be like yeah well i'm always here to talk about it whenever you're ready right you know what i mean that's one thing um with me when i talk to guys about it i'm really up front do you know what i mean men license up front to be fair saves time yeah. <laughs> so but then if if it doesn't if for the sake say, say for example like a, a woman's still trying and she's still not into him sometimes if she if, if it's a specific friend that guy has or a family member uh it's best to talk to them i mean and kind of lay down your suspicions but then not in a manipulative way either Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, yeah, can you talk to him? Because sometimes guys would rather confide with other guys. Same way some girls would rather confide with other girls. Do you know what I mean? It's only fair, right? Because they don't feel like they're, um, um, what guys do worry about is that, like, yeah, there's kind of weakness. Do you know what I mean? That like, this presents, like, it's kind of like, well, there's a possibility if I remove, if I reveal these things, or it's like the whole, my, uh, the closet's wide open. Do you know what I mean? Right. These demons can come out. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's like, kind of understandable and it's how to kind of feel. But it's always important to um, to find just respect their space, but also like do the best that you can respectfully to kind of make them feel that they have a space to talk. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, if anything, for me, counselling or therapy helps me because I kind of um, I'm in how I deal with things. I kind of resonate. I think about it, um, yeah. fight the lies I'm telling myself. Then mm-hmm. I can seek help. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. me personally. Everybody's like that. Yeah. Um, then I had to get therapy. I was like, yeah, I have porn addiction. <laughs> I, mean, wow. I had a porn addiction at yeah. some point in my life. Wow. And, my fa- and, and this woman, my favorite woman as well, black woman too. Yeah. So imagine how daunting that must be. Wow, yeah. <laughs> it was, wow. it was. Yeah. But, oh, but she, um, she actually dealt with it professionally as well, that section of it. Oh, wow. Um, Your therapist she, was a black woman, you said? Black woman. Uh, she used to put work in a, a bank, in the banking industry. Wow. She changed her life. That's super from, cool. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's, um, I have so much respect for you. That's changed my life. I love, my life. I love our community. Yeah, I love our community. There's a lot of power in our community. You know, 100%. you already know that though. <laughs> one, no, one hundred. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's it's like for me to like, ask a black woman specifically about porn addiction because sometimes um, my fears was like, well, they won't understand. And I've heard women. Um, actually, it's another thing as well. Why men don't always go to women specifically? Because there's been one case when I was talking about foundation to a woman friend, and she dismissed it. Mm-hmm. No one talking about specific by myself. Yeah. She's saying, "Oh, you can't get addicted to porn." Da, 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 da. Yeah. And um, for men, straight away, full of the unheard. Another yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean, 
when they don't feel they've been unheard, they just kind of guess where they run to. They yeah, run back to porn. definitely. <laughs> That's crazy. And see, I didn't even, I didn't even know that. It makes you wonder, like who, like how many of them have done that? Like you know. <laughs> We glitched for a oh. minute again. <laughs> oh. Oh. What did I say? What was the last thing you had me say? Oh. I, I, you glitched. It was like right before you had just finished talking. You had just said something. You oh, it. I was basically saying, um, yeah, like we need, to, and I think we need to be careful today is that people may virtual signal saying that they actually care, that mm-hmm. they're open. Do you know what I mean? Be quite surprised a lot of times it's the opposite. Yeah. May it's um people are, ju- are judgmental. We go pretend this is not a case. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's, it yeah. really is. That's why for both genders or whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, from my experience when I talk to women about it, they um they're very dismissive. Some can be quite. Some can be kind of feel uncomfortable. We mm-hmm. talk about corn, porn, whatever. Yeah. Some yeah. can also um some can be kind of dismissive. Some people are open, you know, I mean, to it. Yeah. Some people are open to hear, and it's curious like you. You're curious to hear this information. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's various things, but obviously it's never really good to be dismissive because you never really know what that person's going through. And sometimes, yeah. especially if you go to them for help, um, it's it's kind of like you're not putting yourself in their shoes or you're not even humbling yourself to, like, think, wait a minute, I may not go through this, because it's more, it's, uh, it's definitely a male-female issue, but at the same time, it's more affects the men, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because definitely. Because of the uh, visually designed, I uh, think is, and, um, but it, it, it basically means that when you do that, that man or person's going to run back to the same thing that have an issue with, yeah. because they don't, they, they confided with you about something, but then you told it that, no, nope, without your own research understanding, no, nope, it's, not, it's not the case because it doesn't yeah. affect me. Well, it's like, of course, it doesn't affect you, but it affects this person. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Definitely. Definitely. Wow. That's some interesting information now. You know, I'm definitely going to be thinking of ways that, you know, how you could even come up with a new form of uh, sexual entertainment because that's probably what needs to happen. If that's what if if that's actually an issue, then I think that that's something that could, you know, potentially be better. You know, it's like you know, men are visual creatures. We're aware of that. So how can we go about, uh, you know, you know, and some and then we do have people in the industry that want to entertain that way. You know, so you know, it's like you know, there's ways that people could have their own personal business and do that. You know, or there's yeah. ways you know that people could do it in a way to where it's like, even the people that are in those industries, how can we bring awareness to them and say, maybe you should be presenting it this way or this way or that way? Because I feel like maybe even those people that are, you know, sexual entertainers, so to speak, might be feeling pressure to present themselves a certain way as well. Mm, yes. Yeah. Um, I think it's tricky for them because that then they this is their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it's kind of like telling the person who, the company that sells cigarettes, telling them to tell people not to smoke. You know, that's why, right. that's why they have right. that on the, the front of their packaging. So they don't like putting it on there. True, yeah. But what they realize is that people still buy them anyway. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, 
we have to put and then they like like I've seen videos where it's been talked about and like women 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 or men who work in the industry um but like oh no it's not an issue and here's some xyz facts about such and such and blah 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 and because obviously at the end of the day like i said this this industry is a multi-billion trillion industry yeah it's yeah. one of the most watched things on the internet right mm. globally and um so by it's, ba- it's basically it kind of goes on to the double standard of like you know um the same male privilege of anything because this is not a privilege at all, it's civil suffering because it's something mm-hmm. that men are actually suffering with. It's just that we're enabling it, we're allowing it to keep them going. Do you know what I mean? Because, um, like I said, it's designed to, uh, even though, yes, women are involved as well, like to watch as well. We know that the growing number of women are watching porn. Do you know what I mean? And there's actually a growing group of women who are actually addicted to porn as well, just as much as men. Wow. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it's, uh, it's not as much, but it's definitely much more than it used to be it's yeah. because we don't talk about it. Um, or it's not openly talked about, mm-hmm. but then um, I think for women, it's kind of like it's almost like if a woman, in certain cases, if a woman says she's addicted to porn, right? Mm-hmm. How people receive it is very different. Do you right. know what I mean, they don't think um, in some cases they may not be so dismissive, they'll be very curious and say, Oh, I've never heard of that before. Do you know yeah. what I mean, women addicted to porn? Oh, you're talking about porn, but mm-hmm. men sometimes do, like I said, it can be can come up like, Oh, you're some kind of creep. Yeah. So when you watch porn or whatever, you, yeah. um, you admit to this and that, or you, mm-hmm. you're a weirdo um, for both men and women, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, um, that's what I'm saying the stigma kind of comes with because yeah. it's um, it's very much generalising like all men are this and that, etc, etc. Et but no, it's because the men who watch porn yeah. start at a young age, like probably 10 years old very true. or even like, younger, they... they they found their dad's porno. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what that's what we were saying earlier. You know, that's that's exactly like you know how it will subconsciously like affect people differently. You're so right. You know, so it's very interesting to see that from just different perspectives. Like you know, I explained how it subconsciously affected me. Like <laughs> you know, I went home and went and started drawing pictures of that. You know, and ended up you know get into trouble for it so <laughs> so you're really more productive big. I have to admit you sound more productive whether man or boy would just go jack off to it <laughs> do you know what I mean right like, right <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's like the first thing we don't see people nuance with this because like I said it's, it's, it's why it's designed to literally tap in yeah. the primal element of what men are and it just doesn't matter like if we take away society take away our like you know the buildings everything take away we just live in huts yeah, we'd all return to a primal kind of attitude, right? Yeah. So it would be just, and no matter what people say, we, we we only have what we have now because we built these things today. Right. We take that shit away, we're gonna go back to primal stuff. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I won't be, and I'll be very real. I'll be very meta about it. I won't be having this conversation with you. Right. Do you know what I mean, obviously, you was like, oh, woman, ugh. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. Like, and you'd be seen like, oh, provider, hunter, whatever. Yeah. That's how it would be. Right. Because, um, but for them, what porn does, it, it, it shortcuts all of that. It mm-hmm. goes, okay, so don't worry about making yourself the best person that you need to be as a man, developing yourself, using that sexual energy to be strong, to be intelligent, to mm. be this and that, to, to, to fight against how hard the world is for you. Yeah. How about you just sit down, relax, and every so and so you just jack off to something. People get paid to do this and that, right? And so that way it makes um, 
it's weird because what it's, it, it let on the self of self esteem, but what it does to men, and I'm saying from experience, I can, and I'm, I'm happy to admit this. When you watch enough of it and you're just doing the XYZ business, whatever, the more, especially when you, uh, I feel really comfortable saying this, but the more like, the more women release really their semen, whatever, whatever. It's like, I know you're saying, like, yeah, it's okay. You know what I mean, that, that, yeah. that's just a strum, that whatever, it was just a strum, right? Yeah. And that's like basically like, um, like that fucks up productivity, fucks up our, um, right. my career changed, my motivation changed, my, I feel smarter, I feel, um, nothing as well, like, um, I channeled all that yeah. testosterone into going to the gym, and I feel much more stronger than I used to, do, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, that's nothing as well when you keep on doing that stuff. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you, I got you. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, therapy, therapy, guys, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to um, end it soon because we are on a timer, so I'm going to have to cut this short and probably end the episode here. But thank you for joining. We can always have you on again. You already know. I'm probably going to have repeat, like, the next season. I'm probably going to have some repeats of the people that I had from season one as well. Um, but thank you so much for joining, Jeff. You can find him on Instagram at Avocado Motion, right? It's avocado.motion? Yeah, Avocado Motion, or you can... Uh, if you're really daring, follow me on uh, Jeff Wilson. I think, let me double check. I can call myself Jeff Wilson 100. Jeff underscore Wilson 100. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, and, you know, I'll give him a shout out. I'll tag it on my Instagram page as well. Thank you so much for joining, Jeff. I love the topic. Again, we'll have you again on here. I appreciate it. Bye-bye, guys. Thanks Take for care, tuning bye-bye. in. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye-bye.